Welcome to another episode of Total R&B Podcast, where we talk about everything R&B and we get to highlight some Canadian talent. And today on the show, I have a singer-songwriter from Montreal, Angela Nashid. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast to speak with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Of course, of course. So I always start off uh, the podcast when I have new guests. I ask them, what is your first memory of R&B music? So when I say that, like what pops into your head first? Yes. Um, I like that question. I grew up in uh, Kingston, Kingston, Ontario, and um, there wasn't a lot of R&B in my community, like school community, but amongst the Egyptian community that I grew up with, there was lots. They were obsessed with R&B and the, the older girls that I looked up to. They, um, My first memory is, and I was, they made me a mixtape that I was, I pro- was probably totally inappropriate for me at the time. I was really, <laughs> I was really, really, really young. We're talking grade two or grade three. And of course, I thought it was cool because they gave it to me, but that's de- <laughs> that was definitely my first memory of like, this is R&B, you know? <laughs> Do you remember which artists were on the tape? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. For sure, TLC um, Mint was on there. Um, okay. Yeah, Mint Condition. Um, was there a group called Silk or was that the song yeah. name? Yeah. Okay. The group called Silk. Okay, there you go. So they were on there too. I don't remember what song that was, but I know a lot of them were very sexual. Um, <laughs> there was, of course, Boys to Men. That's when I discovered Boys to Men and I fell in love. Um, I remember those specific, those groups for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No, even me, I. SWV also was on there. <laughs> yeah, that's like a staple. Yeah. I remember too, like, because I have an older sister, so I would listen to basically whatever she would listen to. And then now that I'm older and I go back to these songs and you're listening and it's like nostalgic, but then you're like, wait a minute, these yeah. lyrics. <laughs> you're like, what was I, why did they give this to me? And I was so into it too. <laughs> yeah. I was really into these songs. I had like, I would come up with dances and all those things. And I'm like, wait, who allowed me to even listen to this stuff? But yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Thing. So then who would you say are your musical influences? If you can name maybe like three to four people. Ooh, um, it like goes by era almost like, you know, when I was a kid, it was this and then, but um, for sure when I was young, like I mentioned voice to men, cause I love their harmonies. Mm-hmm. I was a really big fan of them when I was young. Um, in my teenage years, um, it was, you know, the Roots, Erica Badu, all of them. I really, really love them. And then, yeah, there's so, I love, and I also, when I was younger, I got a lot into, and still to this day influences me, like a lot of the old school, like James Brown and Aretha Franklin, really classics like that, but I was obsessed. Like it wasn't a, and then of course, Janet Jackson, was Michael Jackson. Yeah, those, those, I still hear the influences in my music now. So okay. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then how did you get started in music? How did your musical journey begin as a singer? As a singer, as a singer or like, as a like career singer? Like, <laughs> with, <laughs> I would say career. Like, how did you start professionally? Yeah. Um, so I had always sang. I love singing since forever. 
And um, I was from Kingston and then I moved to Toronto and studied a totally different genre. I started, um, I studied science and kinesiology and all that stuff. I didn't think music was really um, something I could do for a living. You know, as, I don't know, as an immigrant kid, that's not, your parents are never like, go be a singer. I mean, at least not the ones that I know. <laughs> so you just don't, you don't think that that's an, an option, even if, even though that's what you want to do in your heart. And um, after I graduated, I really, really wanted to sing. And I did some auditions for things and it didn't, uh, I was too nervous, I guess. I got lots of stage fright. So I went to find a performance coach and that's that's where my whole singing career started. It was Paula Griffith in Toronto and um, who I'm still good friends with. And I started showing her my music and, you know, cause we became friends. So I was like, by the way, I also wrote this little thing. Da, 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 da. And she was like, you should make a record. And it was like everything I've ever wanted to hear. <laughs> I was like yes and then poof, never look back from there yeah wow and so now today we're here we're getting ready to listen to unintentional which is coming out in the fall so this is your your body of work that you're putting out so what can you tell us about unintentional um yeah unintentional came about um during the pandemic so i was actually working on a different record um my i guess well, I was working on a different record. And then um, Jonathan Emil, who I think you, you know, yeah, that he kind of, he gave me a call during the pandemic saying that he wants to um, um, uh, executive produce a record for me. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to say no. That is so cool. And I was very touched and I was very flattered. And, um, and I already had a producer I was working with. So I was like, can he, Alan Prater, um, who's the producer of the the record? Yeah, um, someone I work with for majority of my stuff. And I was like, can I bring him on board? And Jonathan's like, yeah. So we basically whatever project I had in mind, we just stopped that because you know Jonathan's like, I'd like to do this. So I was like, okay. And so that's how it started. And um, basically, the whole thing with unintentional was because I was working on a different record, I didn't really know what to do with this one. I, I kind of just, we had um, musically a direction that we wanted, but as far as like content and storytelling and everything, I didn't know because I was putting all that into something else. Um, so it was just, I was kind of decoding whatever lyrics were coming to me while I was writing the songs and I would use them and try and make sense of them. And um so that's why the album's called Unintentional. And that was literally the process for the whole record. It was just like, okay, what am I saying here? Even though I would normally not say this. And what am I saying here? And, oh, I guess the song is about this. And then it would just, every song was like that. The whole record was like that. So it was an interesting process because I don't usually work like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So would you say with this one, you took maybe more chances or did stuff that you normally don't do? Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any, um, I didn't have, like, I didn't inhibit myself. I, whatever came out, I trusted it and tried to understand it and not cringe if it's certain things that I was like, oh, I don't usually say this or I don't usually sing about this stuff. Um, I really went with it. And that was cool. It was nice to be able to do that. And um, it was a good exercise um, for intuitively, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so because you said you were working on a project before this one, 
did any of the material from the previous project you were working on make its way there, maybe form it, formulated it into something else, or you just left that alone? We just left it, yeah. There were the musical styles were, were mixing a little bit, but we really narrowed it down on this record. We are like, we're going to do, because I, I have a lot of musical influences, and sometimes it comes out um, in different songs, and I think we wanted this to be very clear-cut, you know, classic R&B, so we... We yeah we did that. Mm. Well, I'm excited. What's the? Can you let us know what the first single will be when that's um, dropping? Um, I'm actually going to announce it today, so I'm announcing it right here. <laughs> um, the first single is called uh, Star. Okay. And it'll be released on April 22nd. Ooh, so that's like right now. Yeah, very soon. <laughs> Love that. And I also like the, well, the album cover that you released. That is the album cover that you posted, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love the album cover. So how did that come about? That came about, um, I have, I'm I'm lucky I've been working with some people for a while now for my, uh, for my hair and my makeup and, um, ideas like for photo shoot ideas. Um, and, I found a photographer that I really liked that had, he worked really cool with gradients okay. and um, and he took really nice portraits. And then we were also influenced by, I love hair and I, we really wanted, I wanted big hair, like really big hair. And I was influenced by, um, you know, Alicia Keys is, um, she had a black and white cover where she had the big, yes. big robe blowing hair. Yeah. So I was, I was looking at that mixed with the, the photographers, some of his, his work. And, um, yeah, we just did did a shoot based on that and that's what, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, it turned out really beautifully. I really, I love it. I love big hair. I, it reminds me too, like back in the day, I find a lot of the singers had the bigger hair whenever they released something like Diana Ross, for example, always had like the big flowy hair. So I thought it was really super cool. I've gotten a lot of Diana Ross comments. Yeah, which is great. Very cool. <laughs> no, it was, it was I, I loved it when you came out with that, when you posted that. So I was like, oh, so yeah. So well, I'm excited for it. So Unintentional is coming. Star is basically out right now. So we're definitely going to have to stream that. Will there be any videos? Yes, 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 yes. Um, a video will be coming out. We're in the midst of filming. Okay. So um, the video will be um, it'll be coming out before the summer, for sure. Okay. So you can, yeah, look forward to that. <laughs> what about um, any tour dates, any shows coming up too, since, you know, things are opening? We have the Jazz Festival that's coming this summer as well. Playing all that by ear at the moment because we've just been focusing on putting out the the upcoming single. Mm-hmm. So I know um, a lot of that stuff I'm working with with Jonathan. So okay. almost he's probably better to ask. <laughs> but it's for sure happening and I'll let I'll let you know. We just don't have any dates yet. But it's yeah. We have we're we have promotion for the single and then as as more comes out then uh, we'll uh, we'll let you know the shows also when I find out when they're <laughs> No, of course, but you always keep your social medias updated as well. So we could definitely follow you online on your social medias and then we'll know when a show is happening so that we can purchase tickets and come out and see you. Absolutely. Yes. I can't wait. I really can't wait. It's been a while, right? Yeah. Live music again. It's nice that that's on the go 
more currently now, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I'm I'm really happy for you guys as singers and artists to be able to get your work out there and then also connect with everybody that's been listening to your music for, you know, these past two years while we've been inside. So I'm excited to get out once again and just hear live music and that energy that comes with it. So I know you cannot wait to get out there again. Yes. I'll, I'm excited to listen and I'm excited to to perform for sure, especially because there's new music now to, to perform. So, yeah. Of course, of course. So I do have a fan question. Oh, okay. So you can let me know. Um, So this person wanted to know, and it sounds very personal. Oh, from a from an actual. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't catch it. Got it. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) This person said they met you um, years ago, and they had told you that they were going to sing background for you one day. (laughs) And you laughed at them. So they would like to know why. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. (laughs) So for all the listeners, the question comes in from Chanda Holm, who we had on the show, my lovely sister. (laughs) Chanda is, oh man, it's funny to think of her even as ever a background singer. She's just so, like, she's so amazing. Um, That is so funny. She always says this. Um, I laughed because when I, I found my experience, I don't even want to talk about this now because it's so different now, but when I, my experience with singers was always a bit hit and miss and sometimes, sometimes there's so much love and, you know, and then sometimes it was kind of mean. And like, I think I was just like, yeah, yeah, you're going to sing background for me. Like whatever, everybody wants to sing and da, 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 da. And I think I didn't. I didn't, I mean, she actually has same background. She's been a huge support of like for my music. And I think I didn't, um, cause if you're going to sing behind someone, you usually support them. Right. That's kind of how it, and I think I just didn't believe it. So I just laughed it off and I don't know. That was my own. I would probably do the same thing today to be honest. <laughs> I think a lot of people would have done that, especially if you don't know the person too. I would be like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> you but, know? Thanks, yeah, like, you know, but it was it was never <laughs> malicious. I think that's so No, 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 no. <laughs> I know it's it's not malicious because a lot of people would have had the same exact reaction. She probably would have had the same exact reaction if the roles were reversed. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. And she's like, yeah, just ask her. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, you want to sing backup for me? Like, really? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But it's so, and she brought it up. I, of course, didn't remember saying that. But after a few years when she was singing with me, she brought it up. And I was like, I said that? Like, (laughs) you guys sang background for each other and you guys collaborate and stuff like that, which is beautiful to see. um, Because that's another thing, too. Like, I was going to ask, like, is there a lot of support? Because we do have a very small um, Mm -hmm. community. A lot of people already know who's in it already. Yeah. So yeah, do you find that you know there is that support or like you said it's it's more of a hit or miss with everything? Um it's hard for to ask I'm probably not the best person to ask for that. I'm I feel very supported and I love I have 
like you said, with Chanda, we sing for each other. We sing together. We love singing together. And I have um, my group of, I, I mean, I want to call it a team, but it's a group of collaborators that I love working with and I feel incredibly supported by. So in that sense, 100%. But I'm also, I've never really felt, like I kind of live in my own little bubble. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so when I interact with people, the support is there. Yeah. 100%, and I'd like to, I, I like to show it for other artists. It's a bit of a com- commodity, you know. Um, but, um, you know, it also, you have to click with the artist too. You never know. People's, per- like, it's just like any business. People's personal side can come out or, who, you know, who knows if somebody's struggling and then it comes out in another way or um, politics, I'm sure, gets in the way. I'm I'm not... I'm just throwing things out there. I cut, like I said, I stay in my little bubble. So, <laughs> actually, I'm the exact same way. I'm in my bubble. So sometimes I don't even know what's happening around me until someone says something. And I'm like, really? That's happening? <laughs> yeah. And it's nice to not know, but the, everyone always tells you you have to be out there, but it happens. It's just in your own way. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, So then what would you say for someone who is maybe a young girl that's watching you online, who's keeping up with your music and they want to do what you're doing? So Mm -hmm. what's some advice you would give to them? I would say that um, I think everyone that tells you how much of a struggle it is just kind of block that out (laughs) because there's a lot of joy in music and and also... People, all the things that you're supposed to be doing, like you should learn to do this. You should learn to do that. And, you know, you have to be on social media all the time. You have to learn to mix and master. You have to learn to play all this. Like I remember the the noise that I got about this is all the things you need to be signed with a label. You should be independent. You should, you know, there's, and I think um, there's many ways of conducting your career and just to, as whatever feels right, just put that out and go with that. And um, don't let it be manipulated by other other factors because someone out there is, is waiting for whatever it is that you're putting out. And those are the people that you want to connect with. Um, and also in the ways that you do it. You know, there's some artists that I found on Instagram that have posted like literally just one, one little singing clip. And I followed and I still remember them and that they just touched me, you know, and I don't even think they're professional singers. They were just beautiful singers and they hit me. So um, I think there's that route that nobody ever talks about. And I think there's an energy into making music that we focus so much on. Everyone's always terrible business and there's all this struggle and you have to hustle. And, um, but I mean, it's nice to think about, no, it's, fun and it's lovely and just to follow that I think keeping that in the mind makes helps you make better decisions and to listen to yourself more than everybody else that's what I think so that would be my advice Mm -hmm. no that's great because that's something that I'm only learning now too is that there's more than one way to get to wherever it is that you're trying to go to Um, so a lot of times too we're especially when we're new to something we're, we're influenced by other people because we feel like they know how to do X, Y, and Z. And it's not always, their way is not always the right way for that person or for us, you know? And there's just so many different ways to get there. So I completely agree with you, Seth. Thank you so much for sharing that too, because I think that's going to be very helpful for someone who's listening 
Um, because a lot of people, you don't even know who is actually watching you and following your journey. And that boy or girl could be watching you and be like, okay, I like what she's doing. I know I want to do that. I just don't know how I'm going to get there. So those words will probably mean a lot to them. So thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, good. I hope it helps. I mean, I, I, I still have to follow it myself. So we're all in it together. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So I do want to ask you, because there was this um, debate on Twitter. I kind of feel like it was one-sided, but I'm going to ask anyways. Okay. So um, there was a, a debate between who makes better music. And that was between Trey Songs and Usher. Oh, I think I saw this. So I'm going to ask for your opinion on this debate of who has like the better, I guess, discography is the word. Oh, that's, I wish I could tap into that. Of course, I know Usher very well, but I don't know Trey Songs that well. So I can't tap into that. I'm sorry. I know him. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not, I'm really into the women in R&B right now. I haven't been paying that much attention. I just know the names for the men and I, I hear their music, but I, can never tell one from the other, to be honest. <laughs> so I never, I know Miguel, like, you know, I know some, but um, usually I have my my Apple Music just on a shuffle. And I, when I hear a song I really like, I, I push like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only when I'll actually see who, who the artist is. So obviously the men haven't been coming up enough for me. So No, well, it, I guess it depends, but I guess the, the, the popular ones, I guess they are, you know, few and far in between compared to the women. I feel that they kind of have a, you know, they're kind of higher up with what the, the music that they're putting out, the caliber of music. They're great. It's not to say the men, they're just not resonating with, with me. So I can't speak on it. Um, and that's a very general statement. But when I was thinking of artists that I listen to right now, except for like Anderson Pack or something, it's there who's a mix, you know, who's a mix of all sorts. Yeah. It's uh they're all women. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I listen to male rappers, but the R&B. Yeah, I wish I could comment. I'll go listen to Trey songs and see what. Uh, <laughs> it, what do you think? I'm well, I'm a big Usher fan, mm. like ever since I was a kid. And then during like, I guess, college, that's when Trey songs was really big for like mm. me. And so he makes great music. But I feel like at a certain point, it kind of started to just, there was no growth in mm-hmm. my life. Um, So I just feel like people comparing the two is not really fair. Um, and I also feel that a lot of people need to, you know, be more respectful of Usher because I feel like he's been doing this for so long. He's amazing at what he does. Like, I agree. Amazing. So, Do you remember that debate with Versus when they were saying Chris Brown? Was it Chris Brown and Usher? Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. And people were not, I feel like Usher wasn't getting the, the you know, recognition he deserved. <laughs> no, but that's how I feel. So I, I'm always like, why are they coming up with these names to put next to him? That's kind of like how I feel. Yeah. I'm like, why is this happening? So I, I feel, yes, I feel like more people need to put more respect on his work his name and kind of stop comparing him um, to all these other artists that came years later. Not to say that they're not great because I think both Chase Songz and Chris Brown are great in their own right. Um, Chris Brown actually just put out a song called Mormon Brace. And I actually really like it because 
it's it's actually you know it's not a song that's you know telling me to do something crazy. It's right. actually you know a nice a nice feel good song. So I was like, okay, Chris, we're going in a good direction here. I like it. That's awesome. Okay, I want to hear that. Chris Brown, yeah, Chris Brown's a um, he's a big talent. I can see why that comparison came out because of his he can dance, he can sing, and everything. But there, it's still two different generations and two different sets of yeah, it's different. It's different yeah. between him and Usher. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it's different. Like both of them are great performers, but I feel like uh, I don't know. Usher just puts maybe. More classics. He's just got these classics. With classics, but the his work ethic too is is mm-hmm. different. Very, I guess, considered old school. Like he will work out and and train and really work on his vocals while he's training. So that's why he can his Las Vegas show. He's like roller skating and dancing and singing at the same time. Like you know, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, yes, Chris. Brown is an amazing performer. You know, he does his, you know, backflips and stuff, which is great. But then he also hands the mic out to the crowd a lot, too, to finish singing the songs. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I get that. (laughs) So, yeah, that was that. That was the question I was going to ask, because I I just feel like it's very, it's very different. Hmm. Each artist. But, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, Usher gets the recognition that he deserves. I, I think eventually it'll come. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny when those debates happen online, and it's a lot of times when people, especially when it's um, a, like an older artist and a new artist, it's a lot of the younger people chiming in. Younger, yeah. like you know, the people that are in, that probably don't know the full catalog. So, uh, um, yeah, it'll it'll come around. <laughs> people got to discover. <laughs> I think that's what's good about verses. Um, I know, especially in the beginning, when they did like writers uh, versus writers or producers versus producers, to really discover like someone's work and what they created, because a lot of us didn't know, because unfortunately, people don't always pay attention to the writers and the producers of of, um, songs. Mm -hmm. Now that we don't get CDs, we don't always get to see the credits. That we all used to read. Well, I did anyway. <laughs> I, I still have all my CDs. I used to read them all the time. Or like the thank you notes too, because then they would always put it in there too. I and used to read that also. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so while you listen and you were just like, yeah. I yeah. love, I love um, physical things, you know, in that sense that you can look at. So yeah, cool. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So now I think with the verses, it's kind of, kind of like you have that um happening but um yeah i think eventually we'll we'll get to really give him his flowers hopefully they match him up with someone good i'm sure i'm sure yeah it's nice to see the some of those the verses are really great at bringing up artists that were kind of like oh they did that or i only knew that one song but they did all of this stuff so um both for the writers and artists themselves so it's been nice to to give them that you know, the props and to showcase them again, you know, mm-hmm. I so agree. Speaking of writers, because you do write, would there be an artist that you would love to write for? Oh yeah. I would love to write for so many artists. <laughs> you have them that you would like, it would be a dream. Wow. No one's ever asked me that. 
<laughs> That's a good question. Who would I like to write for? I feel like, because a lot of the artists I listen to are songwriters, you know, <laughs> so they they wouldn't. Um... You never know. Even though they're songwriters, like maybe they would be open to collaborating with you or maybe you they just heard a song that you wrote and they were like, I need to have that song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put me on the spot. Give me a second. Because <laughs> um, there are some. I'm just trying to think of them right now. But like I said, they all write. Um, of, you know, in the dream of dreams, it'd be cool to get Beyonce to sing a song. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to write for people that it's a style outside of my own. And she's so big with her vocals and like yes. all that mass production. And I'm a little bit more, uh, a little more chill with everything. So sometimes I think like the Mariah Carey's are like the really big vocalists. Um, this is uh, not an artist per se, but I always thought it'd be kind of cool to write musical theater, <laughs> you know? So I guess in that sense, like, I mean, I don't really write in the style of Ariana Grande, but she sings musical theater. So maybe yeah. in that sort of, um, I just always thought that would be a fun thing, you know, to tap out into different um, genres. Um, so I'm sure I'm missing other people. Unfortunately, I'm put on the spot, but anyway. <laughs> Oh, but those are great things. Put it out there. You never know what may happen when it comes to music, musical theater. Somebody from Beyonce's camp might listen to this one day. Who knows? I always say I'm one person away from Beyonce. So there you go. You never know. I was having some good luck. I was on a plane with her mom. You never know. It's true. You never know. But, uh, I know she's very open to writers and artists like her are into that sort of stuff. And it's cool. You never know. And she kind of plays with different genres too, a little bit. Sometimes it's more, I know she's doing more of a rap thing, but sometimes she does that really contemporary R and B. And I think it's fun to, um, sometimes I like adult contemporary too, like, <laughs> but I can't think of an artist right now. Cause Adele also writes her own stuff and it's not really in, Anyway, I liked, I liked, I would, if I were to write for people, it would be cool to write for someone that sings different than me and a different genre than me. And um, probably a really big vocalist, probably. <laughs> that would be in my dream. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, we heard it here first. So <laughs> I yeah. will keep an eye on this and see how it's going. Okay, cool. Putting it out there. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's get into some R&B trivia. All right. I'm going to ask you uh, six questions. We're going to see how well you do. It's, so it's a mixture of stuff, but hopefully it's not too hard. Okay. So <laughs> the first <laughs> question I have is um, the singer Maya. Her debut single, It's All About Me, was a collaboration with which singer? Is it A, Usher? Cisco. Oh, okay. Come on now. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> you got that one correct. Right off the bat, I didn't even have to give you the four options. <laughs> it's nice that you're giving those, though. <laughs> I'll need them later. <laughs> okay, so next question Name the three members of the group TLC. Um, like their nickname? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> T Boss, Chili, and Left Eye. <laughs> correct. <laughs> 
I think I know their real names. I think so. T- well, T Boz is Tian, Tian, yeah. right? Lisa Left Eye. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot Chili. Something with an R. No. Uh, yeah, Rosanda. Rosanda. There we go. <laughs> I used to read the the back of the box. <laughs> It pays to read the credits. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> okay, the third question I have. Um, this is probably, I hope this is easy. This singer sang the Star Spangled Banner at Super Bowl 25 in 1991. The recording was released as a single that went platinum. Houston. Right. Okay. Super well. <laughs> Super producer Kenneth Edmonds is known by which nickname? Babyface. Correct. I'm a big, well, he works with all my favorites, so I knew him. <laughs> Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. You're right. It pays to read the credits. I think he's <laughs> all that. <laughs> okay, next one. What are the names of all three of Aliyah's albums? This, I probably won't get all of them. There's one in a million. Yes. Aliyah, there's a self-titled one, right? Yes. And then what oh, is the AJ, AJ number number? Because that was our Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the creepiest <laughs> title ever. <laughs> yeah. It's all in, yeah, it's all out there for you. <laughs> yeah, when you look back on it, you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so subtle. <laughs> Okay, the last question. This should be an easy one because you did mention them earlier. Mm-hmm. Interview. So this brother and sister collaborated on a track called Scream. Oh, Michael and Janet Jackson. There you go. Six out of six. Yay. I think you're the first one that got like perfect. On no. Trivia. Yes. Really? <laughs> cool. <laughs> I didn't have to give like other like clues or anything like that like you got them all right off the bat i think we like the same we're on the same wavelength with R&B, maybe <laughs> maybe that's it but i don't know i always try and change up the questions each time hmm. so, yeah that's cool this is the first one where someone's got six out of six so congratulations thank that's you amazing <laughs> and again see guys it pays to read the credits so get out your old cds your old albums you never know when you'll get a quiz. <laughs> Yay. So let us know where we can follow you um, and also the single that's coming out on the 22nd. Yes. Um, so Instagram, Facebook, um, Instagram's Angela Nashid. Uh, Facebook, Angela Nashid Music. Um Twitter is also Angela Nashid, although I don't use Twitter much, but I'm trying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, and I, I just started, uh, I really like TikTok, so you can always find me on there. Same thing, Angela Nashid. Um, and that's, and the single will be in, it will be posted on all of those. So you'll find it if you go to any of my handles, social media. Any mm-hmm. social medias. And the single is called Star, the one that's being released. Mm-hmm. Well, we look forward to it. I can't wait till it comes out. Already the images that you posted are beautiful. I can't wait to see the video that's coming out. And I will definitely be streaming Star and also sharing it on my social media platforms as well. 
So thank you so much for coming and talking with me today on the Total r podcast. I greatly appreciate it. And I love speaking with you too. It was great. Thank you so much for having me. This is very cool. And it was uh, very nice meeting you too. <laughs> thank you so much. Now, remember everybody, thank you so much for listening. I should say to the listeners, but this is a bi-weekly podcast. So we will be back in two weeks with a new interview. For now, you can follow me on social media at Lorena.xo.